Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I am Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tyler, Mr. Day. Welcome to episode... This. Oh, this again. We just can't get a normal... We no, just can't that was start normal. That was legit. That was it. Yeah. It's episode 48 of Forever Exiled. We are, what, like a week into heist? Yeah. We got lots to talk we, about today. Yeah. Lots. But, I mean, first off, uh, we got to thank our patrons. Yeah. Because they're superstars. And uh, hopefully you guys are enjoying After Dark. After Dark has been a blast for us because we just, we take our pants off and we just chat. It's, you know, <laughs> it is. Yeah. Just drinks, pantsless, pantsless drinks. It's pantsless fantastic. drinks. That's right. Anyway, if you're interested in our Patreon information, it's down below. Uh, we do an additional after dark episode after each episode and uh, there's other, other goodies in there. How was your week, Ty? How was this? How was this week outside of POE? Cause we don't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nobody cares about POE. I had a good week. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I had, I had one of those milestone weeks this week. You know how there's like certain seasons of your life where like it just starts like the next huge chapter of your life. Well, my you have to be really kid, old to start a sentence with, you know, in the seasons of life. <laughs> Either that or I'm just surrounded by old people. That's got to be it. So, um, but no, like my youngest kid, I mean, I'm still like a, we're a young family, but my youngest kid is now officially in school full time. So that long graduated entry, it's all done in school. And now, I mean, that's going to last. A long time. Like for, yeah, you know, it's kindergarten now, but where we live, you go all the way up to grade 12. So after kindergarten, grade one, and then you go all the way to grade 12. And then, goodness me, hopefully it's post-secondary school, long ways away. But, you know, like that's, so it was kind of weird. I had my first two days this week where there was like no kids. So I was joking with um, some of the other moms that were dropping their kids off earlier in the week. We were kind of looking around. There was a few of us that had their last kid going to school and, you know, full-time and uh, we were kind of looking around at each other and it's like the house is finally going to get clean all right so it's pretty pretty funny but uh instead of cleaning this week I, I hope my wife understands instead of cleaning this week i just did guide writing it was actually quite amusing to watch <laughs> oh yeah i was broadcasting it but anyway so i i hope she gets my guide writing's almost done and uh but i did some some catch up with some friends had a Madden game with uh, with our buddy Chris this week, which was pretty sweet. We got catching up, and right after the Madden game, I'm like, okay, like we've had some huge rains the last few days, huge rains, and um, my storm drain. I've I've my my driveway tilts towards my house. We have a flat lawn, but the driveway tilts towards my house, and so there's a, a storm drain at the bottom of our driveway before everything gets into the garage. And it, I mean, it, it's legit. We have rain all the time where we live, but. This, this was, was really bad rain for where we live and it was overflowing like crazy. And I'm like, I didn't get to it in time. I didn't notice it in time. And so some of the water's starting to come into the garage. I'm like, ah, frick. Well, the office is right next to the garage and you know, you just, water damage sucks. So after our Madden game, I'm like, well, been a pleasure hanging out. Got to go uh, check the storm drain. And you know, Chris, like he's one of the awesome guys that was helping you with your wall. And so he's like, without even saying anything, okay, see you in three minutes. That's awesome. Right. And so he comes over and helps me out and it was awesome. He's like shoving his hand all the way in the storm drain, like three feet of water and like pulling out gunk and gross. He's my hero. Yeah. He, yeah, he was pulling out some brown stuff from my pipe. It was crazy. So, so was it fixed? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. He did a good job. My, my wife had an epiphany this week. She's leaving you. No, my oldest yet. daughter, my <laughs> oldest daughter does sleep like you a little bit, a little bit, but I got a question for you. This is an important question before path of exile land starts. Mm -hmm. 
Do you like cucumbers? Yeah. How do you cut your cucumbers? Slice them? I don't know. Do you ever have cucumber sandwiches? Like just a cucumber on a sandwich? This is my tags interview. This is like my three second. This is all like the worst interview ever. (laughs) That's right. right. (laughs) I slice a cucumber and I put it on a sandwich, but I wouldn't ever eat it just on its own. You don't like this cucumber. Okay. So a lot of, a lot of cool people like cucumber sandwiches. They'll put mayo or like cream cheese or something on it anyway. Right. So she, she's making her, you know, we slice our cucumbers, right? She's putting them on. And every time you, you bite a cucumber sandwich, all the cucumbers fall out of the sides, right? Unless it's toasted, but who toasts something when you're going to work, right? So you just have a normal sandwich when you're on your way to work and you, you wipe that smirk off your face. Okay? I'm, it's not a smirk. I'm legitimately confused right now. She just discovered that you can cut cucumbers long ways instead of short ways. And when you make your cucumber sandwich with cucumbers cut in long strips, the cucumbers don't fall out. That's it. That's the epiphany. Hmm. Are, are you looking for the cricket button? I got to make sure I, I don't purposefully take that, that silence <laughs> out. Because... <laughs> what? Cool. what you, do you cut your cucumbers long? Or I, I don't. I just pull, I pull it out. I slice it and I eat it. I don't know what else to say. I don't think about it. That, that literally has never really crossed my mind. You are a boring, boring I don't mind person. if the cucumbers start to push out a little bit. You just slide them back in. <laughs> There's been so many innuendos up to this point already. <laughs> That's right. How's your 3D printer treating you? Uh, I haven't touched it, but I, I did find a, uh, a new print that I need to make because my kids broke one of our controllers or remotes for the TV. And I was like, huh, I wonder if there's one. Sure enough, <laughs> there is one. I'm going to be printing it out this week. All right. Uh, other than that. And then what my, my second oldest wants to make a mask. Halloween's coming up. Yeah, Halloween's going to be weird this year. But anyway, yeah, so I haven't done much with that. Let's see, my week, though. What did I do? I, I worked a lot and I played PoE a lot. Yeah, you did. You crushed PoE this week. How's your grass? My grass is fine. That I got, I got my a little bit of seed put in like just in time so that it had started to germinate before this crazy rain happened. So thankfully, I didn't have any washout or anything like that. So it's growing. I got a real mower. I don't remember what we talked about. It feels like last week was like really far ago. away. Yeah. Yeah. So I got a real mower, which is a motorless. Uh, it spins and cuts real, uh, real fine. Real low, I remember. You can go Real low with low. them, yeah. So I bought one of those and ran over the grass just to start training it to, because I want it to grow low. So I gave it a good cut uh, right as I did a second uh, set of seed. And hey, it was so fun. It, it smelled so good. I, it was awesome. The smell of like cut grass is awesome. It's so I good. agree. It's going well. And then I don't, I, I literally... Now, thankfully, I probably don't have any clients that listen, but I spent a lot of time playing PoE right here, which is my monitor in front of me, while doing work right here, which is my, <laughs> my left. And there were a lot of times where I was having to mute the game while I'm speaking on speakerphone on my phone. That's awesome. It was fun. I had a good, I had a good week, though. And uh, we have obviously a lot to talk about regarding Path of Excel. It's We talked about this earlier, you and I, and we're going to get into this in a minute, but a week at league launch between podcasts is really funny how many things come up. Like we go through a whole, obviously we go through the whole league. We do this every week. We're here and we're going to talk about it. And you get towards like the middle to end range of a league 
and we always have stuff to talk about, but it doesn't feel like, like this week I was like, man, how long ago was it before we talked? I actually kind of like it though, because it gives us a chance to actually sit on the stuff besides like jumping to Twitter and acting like a dummy. I get to like actually think about what's happening and hearing other thoughts or whatever. But anyway, yeah, and there's a lot of, um, issues that came up that are already muted subjects because there's been like tons of fixes this week anyway so yeah there's a lot of fixes we're going to talk about those i think we'll still talk about them even though they've been fixed we're still we still got stuff to yeah to bring up and yeah we, it, it comes along with our thoughts which maybe you care about maybe you don't anyway in outside news though this week microsoft bought bethesda which that was actually a really big deal this week because almost eight billion dollars yeah seven and a half billion how is any video game company worth seven and a half billion dollars that's so weird to me i mean good for bethesda really good for microsoft not sure how it will fare for the average consumer like we'll kind of see because they're kind of like well right now they can continue to make the ones that they were making for playstation but that's all they're saying like i don't see that being a thing later i don't think you're ever going to see a sony specific bethesda game ever Ever again again. right and i know a lot of people were mad about it which i get but it also makes sense from if microsoft can see the value in it why would they not yeah and from bethesda's come on who wouldn't take that (laughs) that's a big big payday that you don't have oh man that's huge i mean microsoft game pass just went up in so much value now because they have all of their core developed content that doesn't get removed from Microsoft game pass. So that's, that's insane for the subscription thing, but think about it. Like they got, they got the whole fallout franchise and fallout started doing microtransactions and there's, they make millions of dollars with fallout shelter and the microtransactions you get for fallout 76 and all the other plans they had, obviously elder scrolls series, which is cool for the single player element. But when you have, when you add ESO into that, I mean, obviously, there's tons of other Bethesda and ZeniMax titles, right, on the outside, but it's not just Bethesda, it was ZeniMax. But you add, like, the subscription service, like ESO, to this, and it's crazy. The thing that Microsoft has, though, like, I love the purchase. I just, I get nervous because Microsoft has a history of meddling. Yeah. And, like, forcing their brand. Now, they've, they've definitely done their thing under Phil Spencer of letting go a lot, but... I I hope they don't touch too much. I just hope they raise the quality of their release products because I still feel like I'm playing a beta version with every every Bethesda game I play except for ESO, but it's huge. It's huge. It would be nice to see them do similar things to what Tencent did with Path of Exile, which is an influx of money. Just do what you're doing better. You know, like don't... Because if, if Microsoft all of a sudden turns it into this whole, like, I need Game Pass and all this nonsense on PC and I got to log into a Microsoft account, I just, I can't stand that crap. Let me just download my crap through Steam and play it. Yeah. Don't do all this extra nonsense. But anyway, $7.5 billion for a video game industry or a video game company. That, I mean, yeah. it's because it's not actually Bethesda. It's the company that owns Bethesda, but still. Yeah, Zena. Zena. Actually crazy. Pretty huge. I'm pretty stoked. My, my family, I mean, check out the shirt I'm accidentally wearing. Follow t-shirt but we're a big bethesda family even though i'm a poe guy my wife always gets all the collectors for all the all the fallouts that come out so pretty sweet did you see now we are getting the poe stuff pretty quick but i read a thing um you you were huge into the witcher series i'm big into the witcher series as well i unfortunately couldn't play the third one just because of how the camera worked it made me way too nauseous but 
I love the series. I love how long it is. And I love it when companies stick to their staples. You know what I mean? Like things that they're known for and things that they're really good at. Apparently, cyber cyberpunk story is going to be a lot shorter than The Witcher 3's because of complaints. Now, statistically, also, they saw a lot of people didn't finish the campaign. But I kind of... It's a weird decision. Did you hear about that? I did. I like it when companies stick to their guns. And they don't follow the masses or they don't think that the customer knows best. In some situations, yeah, the customer knows best. In other situations, you have a brand to keep. And you know what I mean? Like Witcher's just known for huge, long storytelling. And like how many other action games or RPGs in that way can you say that you've put in hundreds of hours? Maybe a Rockstar game, maybe Fallout maybe who are these guys cd cd red cd project like such a small handful of games that aren't action rpgs like diablo or path of exile can you say that you've put in hundreds of hours so i i'm nervous about cyberpunk like i'm not going to get it i'm not interested i know you are i know our buddy ian is but they went from third person to first person only or having the option to first person only now it's a lot shorter like that's that's the kind of stuff that an rpg lover is kind of like it is a weird decision because I, I, I get cyberpunk. I'll be honest. I will buy it. I will play it, but I don't actually know a whole lot about what its style of game is in regards to like when you beat the game, is there anything that happens? And for Witcher three, for me, when I beat the game, there was nothing else. I wasn't doing anything else with Witcher three. And even I, I played grand theft auto five, which I absolutely loved the storyline mainly because of Trevor, but I would never, I didn't have any interest. (laughs) I didn't have any interest in playing the online form. And so the idea that they would shorten the game also, I mean, this will be coming into oddly enough part of our conversation today, but I wish companies would just stop making decisions based on people bitching. Yes. I just like do what you want to do. And you know, if you maybe have some reasoning behind what you're doing, then stick with it. And let yeah. people whine. I mean, I, to be honest, I didn't ever, I didn't know people had whined about how long Witcher 3 was. And if you whined about Witcher, how long Witcher 3 was, did you play one and two? Yeah. Like to me, that's like complaining <laughs> the Dragon Ages were the long games. Like, yeah, that, they're meant to be long. That's, yeah. shouldn't you be happy? You paid a one time fee for this game and you're upset by it taking a long time. I did. I don't understand that. So I'm, go- I'm going to buy Divinity and then I'm going to complain that there's puzzles and dialogue. And I'm going to expect them to change it. Yeah. It, speed it up, please. I would just like a portal to the end. So anyway, uh, uh, cool. I hope I, it still works out for them. That's a dumb thing to admit. Like, why wouldn't you just do it? Why would you tell people like, hey, guys, we took out some of the game just so that you. Uh, You're appealing to the masses. The people that you want to impress, you want them to know beforehand. Because if you think The Witcher 3 is too long, you might not be interested in Cyberpunk. Do you actually think that telling somebody that the game itself is now shorter is a benefit to anyone? I don't see that. It depends who your focus group is. <laughs> your focus group is the people who are paying $70 for your game. Right. But they their stats said that the game, a lot of people didn't finish campaign. But at the same time, it's The Witcher. Yeah. Now, I guess this is a different game. I was just going to say, like, you, you don't shorten The Witcher, and they didn't. They're shortening Cyberpunk. It is a new IP. So hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's legit. Hopefully it's not too short. Uh, but... Once you make a game a certain length, how unique is it, right? The Witcher is unique. And not just because of its story, 
but because of everything that's around it, how they do their storytelling, how you make your choices, how that impacts later on. Even something as basic as The Witcher 2, that had permanent consequences, 16 different endings at the time. I mean, even that type of replayability was insane if you were into the lore. So I'm, I don't know, I, like I'm not going to get the game. You are, Ian, as I, I hope for the best for you all. Uh, yeah, I will play it, but I just, it seems like a weird thing to tell people up the, off the bat. I feel like you could have just said nothing and released the game and people would have been like, hey, that was a great length. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems like a weird thing to be like, hey guys, we cut the game short. You're welcome. Anyway, how was your POE week? Did you play at all? I feel like every time I pulled up your freaking stream, I was like, hey, Heist is actually, you should try Heist. It's a fun yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, No, well, all the time um, I play in the evening, right? I don't play when the kids are around. So that would be when I could squeak in my guide replies or guide edits, filter stuff, right? That's when I can do my, my manual stuff as part of my hobby. But POE, I've always just played in the evenings. Um, this was a unique week, as I mentioned, because on Wednesday and Thursday, what day is today? Friday. So the last two days, my kids weren't around. So I could blitz my chores. Barely. I know, honey, the, the house isn't clean and it's my fault. I barely, I barely did anything, but I blitz my chores and then I come down and I could guide right. And so, because now I did the really, and I'm not going to talk about my, I know I talk about my guides a lot, so I'm not going to talk about them lots. Go ahead, Ty. I, oh, okay. Well, now that you, no, I, um, normally I'm very hesitant to completely remake one guide because it takes a lot to, instead of just edit the little details from league to league for a guide, when you try and keep it the same, when you completely revamp one, it takes an insane amount of time to get all that same detail that I like to put into all the other ones. And for some reason I decided that, yeah, you know what? I'm going to remake all my guides this league. Let's do that. So anyway, Good news is I think last episode you guaranteed that I would have all three finished by this episode. I actually got two. I only expected to have one. I got two done. Well, that's not and I'm going to be starting on my third one, the animate weapon one tomorrow. And so that should be done within a couple days. Well, maybe Monday, but then it'll be done hopefully by Wednesday. And so that was awesome. I got a lot of work done in that regard. Um, I had a lot of feedback on my filters so i got to double check a lot that was good some div cards got added late which always drives me nuts because then i got to double check all my you know you got to add them into the specific like how valuable is this div card but that was good i i, I was i progressed really well really well and uh i, <laughs> I broadcasted me editing like it was just me typing oh i that saw was it and some people hang out and it's nice it's fun to hang out with people but i don't have a good online setup you know, like I just chat with people, but my setup is basic. So it doesn't show me when people follow me or do this, that, and another thing. So if you followed me and I completely ignored you, I'm sorry. I just didn't know, but I love you. But, oh, I did something super exciting. Hmm. I wrote a bug report. Ooh, that's not exciting or new. Uh, uh, aren't you like kind of known for that? <laughs> <laughs> but... But so I logged in because I wanted to make some example videos for my guides, right? For the two that are finished, I wanted to make example videos. And so I log into my console account because lo console launch happened on Wednesday. Happy, con happy 312 release console people. I went in and I'm like, there's no respec. Now, typically, traditionally, you only get respecs if your character was affected by the respec. But literally since console was released, every single character that I've had, even if the tree stayed exactly the same, I'm just guaranteed a free respec. So they just, it seems like they changed what was written 
without telling anybody, kind of like what Cyberpunk should have done. And everybody just gets a free respec all the time. So I'm like, oh no, I didn't get my respecs. What's going on? And I'm loading. I'm like, maybe, maybe it's true. Maybe, maybe they only do respecs for characters that need it. And so, um, which sucks because I like to change those builds into what they're going to be. So I loaded my PC account and I loaded about 10 different standard characters and they all had free respecs. And I intentionally loaded my three, two, three, 11 characters and they both had free respecs. I'm like, okay, awesome. Everybody's got it on PC. Nobody's got it on console. They forgot it's a bug. So I write it out and right away though, on the thread, people are like, you're an idiot. You don't need, you don't get a respec. You're not guaranteed a respec. Are you sure you did this? Are you sure your tree's the same? Some people are trying to be helpful. Some people were being pricks. Console Jeff, I love you. Came to my aid. He had like the nice GGG wrapping around his comments and said, yep, I conferred with the team. This is definitely an issue that's missing. I will be adding it shortly. And he, I think he worded it in a way that like stood up for me with all the people that were being critical just above him. So uh, in the guide reply. So anyway, cons- Canadian buddy, Jeff, console buddy to the rescue. Thanks, Jeff. Or I guess it's Jeff underscore GGG. So are you playing heist? Like, <laughs> what? The- yes, but I only had, I played with you Monday night and Tuesday night. Monday barely counts. Wednesday night, I had my Madden game, and then Chris came over to help out with the puddle. Huge puddle, okay? It was a dangerous puddle. And then Thursday night, last night, I hung out with Ian. We had our Dark Souls plans. We killed the Abyss Watchers. We killed the Old Demon King, and we killed the... Uh Uh-oh, my kids are going to kill me for not remembering the second one, the third one. Oh, man. We did a third boss. They're going to hate me for not remembering. Anyway... We progressed well, but then I went to bed. Like, I can't play PoE every night. God, what are you playing in PoE and Heist? What, what's your build? What, what are you doing right My now? My zombie build. Okay. We played Monday night and Tuesday night. I did awesome. I'm in Act 9. 10. 10. I thought you were done. Oh, you're not done yet? No, I couldn't. I couldn't sneak it in. My son played for me, though. He did a whole act for me the other day. Took, yeah, a, took him an awesome. hour to do Act, like, 8, I think it was. He loved it. It was so funny. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So you're in playing zombies. That's it. I am. I'm playing zombies. It's my bone zombie build, and uh, it's awesome. I mean, I don't think anybody's passed Act Nine yet, so I'm doing pretty good. Did you do any of the league content while you were leveling? No, the league content's annoying for me. I want to when I pick up my contracts, which is great. I love that I get it in my normal maps, but when I get my contracts, I don't want to do them right away, and I don't want to travel to that place just to reach my stash tab. Like when I'm going through campaign. Or I'm assuming when I'm going through my hideout, I don't want to go to like a second hideout or a second hub. I'm just, I go to my home base and I wish that my heist locker was in those locations so I could store them there because I don't want to go. Hideout, though. You just can't, you can put it in your hideout. You just can't okay. put it. Is the heist locker in your hideout? Yeah. Similar to the seed oh, one. Oh, good. Awesome. Okay. So then it's just a con, uh, campaign. While you're leveling, a obviously. Deal. Yeah. Yeah. And I got, I, I was doing the green contracts that you get because it's almost forced content. And I really annoyed me because I'm just trying to like, I like the content this league. I'm, I'm enjoying or I'm excited to do it, but like you're already like level 110 and I'm not finished campaign yet. So I want to get to end game. I want to ignore content until I'm with you in end game and have the gear to do the same level that you're doing. But I keep getting these green contracts and they're filling up my stash. Now, you told me previously I can go into a map and drop it and I'll just end up getting them again at some point. But in 
away because I can't store those in any way. It's almost forced content. And so until you told me that I could drop it, I yeah, was doing all my green contracts. And it was kind of annoying because at that point I'm getting contracts for people that are supposed to be level two or level three, but I've been ignoring content. And so now I have to go back and get that content, like get those contracts um, yeah, I guess those contracts that, okay, level one locksmith, level up the locksmith until it's level two. And if I'm not picking that up, like then, then it's like wasted content. It's filling up storage space. So it's really weird that they made those ones like account bound and not storable. Like there's nothing, there's absolutely nothing special to them at all. They're just, they're more story related, right? Like you go and talk to the character and they say things to you, but yeah, it is really annoying with those ones that they're stuck in your inventory unless you just drop them. I could see the account bound making sense. Otherwise, you could sell them. Who cares? And not need to. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I haven't really thought it through, but it was it was annoying to ignore the content. Like with the last league, which I didn't really like, but with the last league, three eleven, and Har- that was harvest, right? Mm-hmm. I could just flop, ignore it. I could leave it. That's fine. It's gone. It's done. I mean, now that you know that you can drop them, you could just choose not to pick up the green ones and pick up just the normal ones. I do like, though, that while you're leveling and going through the axe and whatnot, you're getting the rogue markers, which you're going to need later, and it helps you do a lot with them. So it's cool that they drop in that sense. But yeah, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's been good. I played, um, well, I guess it came out Friday night. I played Saturday night, Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night. And typically, it takes me a week to get to endgame because I can't play every night. And uh, it was good. It was a good week. Tell me about your week. I mean, your POE week. You, you've crushed the game already. Would you kill Sarasate already? No, I'm not that far. I've let's see. I'm 88. I think. Oh, I went. Uh, I, 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 my build changed as I leveled and I got into endgame. So I started with. I knew I was going to go hero font. I knew I wanted to play totems just because I haven't done totems in quite a while. And I stuck with ball lightning in the beginning just because it's easy. I, I know how to level it. I know how to get the wands I need to make things easy going up. So that was good. But I really wanted gl- Glacial Cascade. So I shifted, I think around 80, around level 80, I shifted into Glacial Cascade. Why didn't you use it before? I didn't like it. It wasn't strong while I was leveling. Like compared to ball lightning, I was just, ball lightning was just easy. And I don't. And ball lightning got dumbed down this league, right? Yeah, they've tried it twice in a row and it's still fine. Like it, it still it still works fine. So I got eventually, I think around 80, I swapped over to Glacial Cascade and switched everything up. Less than Dennis, one of the guys that listens and he's also hangs out in our Discord, got a alternate quality version of Hatred. Oh, cool. And the alternate quality auras are actually quite cool because most of the time I couldn't care less about qual- quality on a on an aura because it just increases the radius and I'm not an aura bot, so I couldn't care less about the radius of of, a, of an aura. But these ones actually change them. So the one that I got uh, increases your chance to freeze and chill. So it's actually really quite useful compared to a normal quality one. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, so then I, yeah, I finished the axe, got into mapping and doing lots of heists. Mapping, I... We're going to talk about a bunch of stuff heist related, so I don't want to get too into that, but I like the mix. I think heist has been a lot of fun. I like what you do in heist. I might not like everything about heist, but the actual league mechanic, it's fun. Like it's, it's a, it's a break from mapping and it actually makes it enjoyable to go back to mapping, uh, in between 
when I'm doing stuff. But anyway, Glacial Cascade Totems. What did I get? I got the Soul Mantle, which was bugged in the beginning. Bugged in a good way or a bad way? In a bad way. It had a, they added an 80% increased effect of curses because you curse yourself with Soul Mantle. Okay. Anytime a totem dies or expires, like, you know, if you overwrite a totem, you're going to get hit with a curse. A random curse? Yep. And it never had a with an 80% increased effect before. And so there were ways that you could get 100% curse effectiveness, like reduced on you. Uh, like you could combine like easily with two Kikazirus or whatever they're called. And then you just need 20% from, from the tree. And then you'd have 100% decreased effective curse curses on you, okay. which meant you could run around with all the curses and be fine. Then they added this 8% increased effect, which all of a sudden made it so you couldn't do that anymore. Okay. And they very quickly changed it to not 80% increased effect, but 80% more effect. I have no, I'm going to be 100% honest because we are not like superstar PoE people. I have no clue how that's better, but everybody's like, okay, thank you. That's better. I was like, what? <laughs> I, I get the difference between increased and more in damage math. But right. when you're attempting to, like, what, what do people want? Do they want to be impacted by curses? I'm assuming they don't want to be impacted by curses, but they want to be cursed. That's right. For whatever the other perks are. Exactly. So you want a certain amount of perks, but... So how does more benefit someone who doesn't want to be impacted by it? I don't have a clue. And I'll, and here's the thing. To anyone who was bitching and moaning about it, I played with the Soul Mantle, just a five link. They had not fixed it. I was using, I did have up to 100%. I used one Kiki, Kikazuers or whatever. It's the rare, it's the unique ring. And then I had two sets of 40% reduced effect. No, a 40 and a 20% reduced effect when you have a flask active. So it gave me a total of 100% between those. It just meant I had to have a flask running. So I had an enduring mana flask. It was fine. Even with that, with 80% increased effect, I, people were like, oh, you've destroyed the build and all oh, this place is garbage. And hmm. I, it was fine. I mean, and granted, I wasn't up into red map. So maybe, maybe as I progressed further, it would have been bad, but it, it wasn't that bad. I didn't find it that bad. And then, I'm trying to think of what else I eventually went into. I did get like an essence worm for that hatred, which has been awesome. Then the more I played, okay, so this league with heist and the amount of rings and amulets you can get is the first league seriously since, man, I think act two was the final part of the game. Okay. I think it's been ever since, I, th I think it's been that far because that's when I did a whole thing with chaoses back then in the day and eventually uh, they nerfed it, but this is the first time I think since then that I've actually paid attention to the chaos recipe because I, you could just get so many rings and amulets. So I set up, how a, can you get so many rings and amulets with this bill, with this leak? They're just, if you were going through and looting the small chests through the heists, rings and amulets were very, 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 very common drops. Awesome. Uh, same with belts. So, and those are usually when you're doing the chaos recipe, those are the hardest things to get. Yeah. So started up a quad tab, started filling it up and I made m way more, way more currency this league in the first week of playing than I think I have ever before. Ooh. Just from the chaos recipe because I was doing the unid, which I know you, that kills you, but. Uh, no, I like, yes and no. The, with my filter, I play with my guide specific filters when I play. So. 
for example, with my two guides that I have, I'm just using armor ES bases and energy shield evasion bases. That's it. So every single other base is gone for the guide specific one, not the one that I have for everyone. But I like just really calling my loot. So I'll do my chaos recipes with what drops, but of course that's a slow pace. If I actually cared about the unID'd one, I'd play with a filter that showed all base types or at least all best in class base types. And then I would unID the ones that didn't interest me. That's that's still a lot of loot, man. You got to have a lot on your screen to do that unID'd version. It wasn't that bad. Uh, By the time I hit like act 10 is when I started doing it. And I, what did I, and then I also got, so in the end, one thing that's great is I got kind of tired of the whole flask effectiveness affecting my curses. Uh, you know, like that 60% when there's also an 80% increased. And if I don't happen to have a flask running, I was dying real quick. If I like got into something, oh, okay. cause all of a sudden now I'm affected by curses by, well, 180 minus like 40, right? So 140% increased effect of them. So, and I got really tired of having to do that. So I'm like, screw it. I'm getting that shield. I'm getting the Aziri reflection one, that like expensive prophecy based one. And so I started just going crazy with the chaos recipe selling stuff. I got lucky too with that helmet because I ended up uh, getting a helmet that dropped. I can't remember what it's called. It's one of the new replica ones, but it gets two random support gems added to it. And one is like at a crazy high level. And I think I got pulverize and brutality. Oh yeah, you got a good mix of those two. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I sold What'd that you for, sell six, it for? For six. six hey? And so that at least got me because the that okay, it's series reflection. If you go back like three leagues, two or three leagues <laughs> yeah. ago, it was like I anywhere remember. between 30 and 50 exalts. Like it was really expensive. So I was like, well, it's out. I'm not getting it. I looked it up. We're only a week into the league, and they were like 10, 10 exalts. I bought mine for nine. So the benefit then is then I didn't have to have the Kikazuru ring. I could take all of the flask effect for curses off. Give me like seven points on the tree plus a ring slot. Hmm. It's been awesome. I Yeah, the, the build so far is doing really well. It Totems, one of the biggest thing I like about them is I can throw them into a door and let them just like do their thing while I hang yeah, out in yeah. the back. The one thing that kind of sucks about it didn't help. We're going to get into ice <laughs> later, but it didn't help. Those doors are like. Those are like the death of boys, those doors. But I, I don't like that you can't uh, MTX this, the spell totem because it's Why? connected. They just don't Could let you. Could you ever? Yeah, 100%. If you were putting your own link, but the soul mantle comes with a level, like it, it's like a seventh link is part of the chest. And when it's part of an item, you can't. Oh, So you can't MTX it because of soul mantle? Right. But I feel like they should just fix that. Right. Like, cause there's a number of items that do that where it has like a skill or a support built into it. Yeah. So I have boring totems shooting out that new glacial cascade everywhere. It's amazing. Blueness just like <laughs> flashing all over the screen. I actually, we did do a couple low level stuff. Maybe it was earlier in the week. We did play together and I was really nervous about your MTX. I was like, man, I'm super stoked for this co-op league, but I'm not going to be able to play with you. And you said it wasn't that bad. It was, it was, it was fine. Like it was, it was a, a nice blue, but it wasn't a bright blue. So it wasn't flashy. It wasn't like I was getting punched in the face every time it went off. Like a Do you have your bloom molten. down? I put my bloom to hundred percent. I had it at 130% just to spite people, even you though nobody knows what I'm playing with. Well, yeah, I went to 130% on both console in 311 and then 
on PC just so that, you know, the concussion guy could be like, okay, guys, just relax. All right. It's fine. But I put it down to hundred percent because I like, I like vanilla versions of stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I did actually try a couple of the MTX on it, but I went back to this one because gore is just boring. So I went, I went back to the flashy one, but anyway, the, my, the glacial cascade totems is working just fine. Uh, Soul mantle, even, I mean, they fixed it now. It's one of the hot fixes that came out. That we'll talk about later, but it, 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 it works fine. It's actually, yeah, my build has gone really, really, really nicely, especially with all this currency, like being this, being, having this much currency early on makes it really fun to be like, huh, I'm going to try it with that item. You know, what would be in your best interest to have waiting for me? I shouldn't, I don't normally, like I'm fine with the solo cell phone experience, but you know, what would be in your best interest to buy for me? Some nice boots with movement speed. You don't have movement speed on yours? No, I don't have movement speed on mine. I'm saving my cut. I'm saving my stuff. I have to, I have to save like 500 alterations to get the flasks I want. My basic life flasks. Get that damn bleed. Get that movement, high life, resist, movement speed. And I'm yours. I'm your baby. I got a belt that you can try out. It's one of the new like weird and, you know, has a different enchantment. You know, those new bait. I don't know what they're yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. Base types or whatever. It's actually pretty cool because every time you use a flask, you summon a level 20. Yes, please. It's a. I'm in. Sold. Taunting mechanism. And it literally taunts the whole screen. Every time you use a flask, this thing like just pops out and just does this big pulse and it taunts everything to it. And it doesn't have life. It's cheap. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I have one. You can try it. It's got life and resist on it. I'm in. I'm in. Now, last week you were talking about using a guard skill, hoping that it would be on your left click so you could just hold it down and then you could use your glacial cascades on your right click. Did you find out? I forget if guard skills can be on your left click or not because I thought it was just instant skills. Right. My, the, the, I had a number of reasons for that too because I wanted to take advantage of Dynamo, which is that every time you use a guard skill, you get uh, mana back because I was struggling with mana a little bit. And so I did, it does work. I put steel skin originally on left click and use that. And then I knew I was going MOM. I was going to have a lot of mana. So I ended up going arcane cloak in the end. So arcane oh, okay. cloak is on my left, left click, which allows me to use a guard, a guard skill. skill. That is a guard skill, right? And it gets me my mana back, which is kind of funny. Cause it, I think it eats 40% of your mana to give you the buff, but I'm in, I'm regening my mana like, almost instantly because of dynamo so it actually worked yeah it worked out quite well uh, the mm. idea of putting more and more things onto left click has been really fun to play with because it makes it just gives you an extra skill without really having to worry about an extra slot or you know thing to think about because you're always going to be left clicking anyway yeah it's a it's a nice addition it's a risk saver yep. if you're used to holding down the button all right so let's get into this week in poe i actually before we do I want to get your overall, oh no, I can't. I was going to ask you your overall opinion of heist, but you haven't really done heist. No, I've been trying to ignore it. And like, I'm still super excited for it. I'm, I'm really excited to play with you, but only with you. Like ignore my stuff and you can have all my stuff. And I'm really excited to see how that impacts me. What changes with me? Like I'm in your hideout, you're doing all the like, map and everything else stuff um what's heist stuff contract stuff blueprints i'll give you everything and i'm really curious to see what benefits me i mean obviously some drops but i'm curious to see like if how everything else interacts so i'm excited for it but no i've been ignoring it 
in an attempt to get to you. One of the things, and it's not going to come up really because it's not so much about this week in PoE, but there were a couple things I did find out this week or at least seem to notice and we'll see if it changes. But one is it doesn't seem like the other party members rogues also gain XP. So if I run one of my heists, if I run a contract and you come with me and I use one of my rogues, your same version of that rogue, it doesn't seem gets any experience. I guess that's not the end of the world because it just means you would open a contract and then I would open a contract and we're still sharing the gear. So there's not, there's no reason that you couldn't do that, but it doesn't seem like if I run one of yours with say Tibbs, my Tibbs doesn't seem to get experience out of it. Are you sure on that? Like, were you watching it when we were I tried to, and I'm not going to say that I'm a hundred percent sure of that, but it didn't seem like that. And then the only other thing, which this is one thing that I did see people complaining about, but if you really think about it for just like half a second, you can understand why it works, which is when you do a heist, we get to the end, just normal heist. Yeah. Every party member is going to get the drop from the curio display and be able the to sell it, right? And you can sell yeah. that artifact for, which is great. That's perfect. Right. Fast forward to a grand heist. The whole party only gets one item at the end. The whole party. There's only one. So let's say you have five or six display cases to click. You have to pick one and you only get that one item. And I actually think that that's fine. I know there were people complaining about it, but if you imagine if you were running with like four people, the ability to, there would be less of a, this idea of like, oh man, I actually have to make a choice. Like it's kind of fun right now because you have to actually think about, well, which one of these five or six options is actually best for me. Yeah. And if you had a group that was large enough, you could just get every single item every single time. That's not really... Fun. And you don't like, let's say you were picking your hatred gym, right? Yep. You, and let's there's, say there's four people in our group. We're not getting four hatred gems. No. Like, it's not even like you're picking one and it drops for each person. It's you're picking one case and one drops. One of those items is dropping. Yep. I guess I could see like from a marketplace perspective that that makes sense. But from a co-op perspective, why am I coming? Well, all the other drops are still the same like normal. You're sharing the drops and the loot that's coming from all of the chests along the way, right? It's going through the normal drops as if some are yours, some are mine. Are are those league-specific, though? Because I thought the only league-specific stuff was at the end. That's right. So I'm just going, I'm not going through for league benefits then. I'm only going through for normal mapping benefits. I guess the difference is who you play with. Like, if you and I are playing together... We are friends who are going to actually try and find the item that works best for the other. And in the odd case that it was something for both of us, we rock, paper, scissors it and we move on. That's right. (laughs) Oh, look, quality zombies. Oh, no, we don't need that one. I think it actually is better that way because the alternative is that a large group just constantly gets everything. There's no thought to it. Like it's really quite fun now because I purposely am making sure I'm not at max alert level when I get to the end of the grand heist because I want time. I don't want an 18 second counter to quickly pick between six items. I literally sit in there and I'm like, all right, let me look at that one. Let me look at that (laughs) one. I like that. That's actually kind of fun. And so you can, there is an unlimited amount of time once you're there to do it. As long as you haven't set off the alert. And, and with them taking away the enemies giving alert, it definitely allows for that. What? Remember when we did one? You did the thing. I'd never seen one before, right? Because I've been skipping the content and we're going through. 
And so you click on the thing, right? And you're picking whatever are, I don't know, like league reward you want. And I'm looking at all the other cases. And then all of a sudden I see this cool animation. I forget what it was. Like if the, if these boxes, these covers, right? Like they have an animation that shows you can't access the others. And it actually looked really cool. And I'm admiring it. And I'm looking all of a sudden, bang, 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 bang. Hey, you're dead. dead. <laughs> and oh my goodness. Like it was, I couldn't even be mad. It was just so funny because I'm zoning out. I'm staring at the stuff. I'm admiring the game. And that's of course when you, you you admire Dark Souls, you're dead. You admire Poe, and you're dead. Do you know what it was? I Is don't. there always like explosions or? Oh no! I it's because know. the guys as soon as as soon as you pick the chest at the end, the alert level maxes, and as soon as the alert level maxes, infinite enemies just start spawning, and it just so happened that enemies just started spawning, and you were well. I'm probably. For admiration's sake, I'm probably going to have a few more deaths just by staring at the animations, checking it out. I actually love the idea of you just being like, man, that's really cool how it clo- Oh, what the? <laughs> <laughs> Restart at checkpoint. Yeah, all your crap just falls all over. Oh, uh, you know what? Worth it. Worth it. I mean, who league's so pointless, right? It's gone in three months anyway. Yeah. So with regards to co-op, I actually think it's good. I, I'm really excited for you to finally finish the acts so we can start doing them. Because they're a lot of fun. I think it's fair how it works with regards to the drops at the end. Because I think the idea of getting all of them takes away the thought of how, what you have to put into making a decision. And versus just being like, okay, well, let's run there with five people and we'll get every single one. I, think it's just, I, I just think it's better. I like it. So let's get into this week. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. So there were a lot of things that happened this week in PoE. We're doing fixes first. Ah, we can literally start anyway. What no anywhere. Let's start with like the non heisty type stuff, right? Wildlife mystery box. What do you think? I bought a lot of them. (laughs) I bought a lot of them. (laughs) Good for you. Good for you. And did you get anything you wanted? I got a portal. I got a couple pets. I combined quite a few things to get the combined effect. So I've got like the wings. I've got it kind of sucks to have the combined wings and the combined back cloak because I'm not allowed to wear them both, but I do have them. Um, okay. Uh, I got, I don't remember. I don't remember how many I got. As soon as I watch the video, every time I watch one of those videos and I hear the theme music, I'm like, I did, I'm going to just buy them. I know I'm going to buy them. <laughs> so I got a lot of them and uh, they looked awesome. Did you, I'm guessing you probably didn't get any. No, I don't buy them. Did you get used to still use your stallion from last league? That was an awesome MTX. It's over that, man. I got new ones. <laughs> Screw you. Have you heard of the void MTXs? I, I don't know if it's new or not, but it seems new to me. Um, a lot of the corpse skills, I forget, um, like desecrate, um, detonate dead. Another one, I forget which one it was. Uh, they have void skills. And they actually look kind of cool. They're almost like eldery in a way. I don't know if you can call them elder skin, but they look really cool. Came out with another, and I like these ones. I'm still a little disappointed, like a long time. And it makes sense. It's not a criticism. I remember a long time ago, I would buy like the, or each aura had its own individual MTX. And then, I mean, still seems recent to me because it broke my heart, but it was maybe seven or eight leagues ago. They all of a sudden, maybe it was (laughs) Path of Exile, maybe it was 3.0, but they made all aura MTX applicable to all auras. Which was awesome. Yeah, except I did buy some specific that I didn't like just for hatred like that skull that goes around you know Mm -hmm. i don't like the skull that goes around but it was just for hatred and but i bought it anyways just so i could have a hatred one now i have this aura one that i don't like and i could put it anywhere anyway they came out with a really cool one for herald effects so it applies to all herald effects 
and uh, it's the transcendence one and it looks really cool it's i think you have the transcendent glacial cascade don't you isn't that what it that's is that's the newest it's one it's bright but it's not bright it's like multicolored and like a blue rainbow but yeah yeah so anyway it looks cool and then glimmerwood got like a complete full set armors hats shield everything hmm. you um you want to talk about the elephant in the room well, why is that a big deal i saw people talking about it in discord did we joke <laughs> about this i feel like it came up once I, I actually, I think this is something that we brought up specifically, but um, I, you know what? They haven't come out with something celestial in a long time, so I can't give them a hard time for coming out with celestial, but there's a celestial baby elephant. So that's kind of cool. I like the baby elephant. I like, I like the animal ones, the legit animals. Mm-hmm. If there was a big elephant, I'd get two, hands down. How cool would it be to have two elephants as your companions? Nobody would mess with me. Especially if they were celestial. Nah, starry elephants, that's weird, man. That's weird. You get a starry centaur, right? Because, you know, you joke around about them being all celestial and all-knowing. That you can get. A centaur, right? Half horse, half person? Yeah. Yeah, anyway, that's not what this was. This was a baby elephant. So it's pretty cool. It'll probably be huge. Did you see Beck's thing? That was finally re- Mom released and announced. Yeah. I'm telling you. Did I tell you this? I don't know if I told you this. I don't think I told you this. I would like it as a model that I can 3d print. Cause it looks awesome. They posted a picture of it on, I feel like it went on out on Twitter. It was like the digital rendering of it, like up close. And it looked really cool. I have no idea what it does. I don't even care. Oh my goodness. You, it, it is amazing. So you need 13 of these div cards for mauve mischief. And it is the most amazing looking skull. Oh, it's the minion one. That's right. It is. And it's all about channeling with certain stages. And you, oh my goodness. And it's 100% minion based. And it's all, oh man, look into it. It is really cool. And if you get it to drop, you you sell it real fast. Can it drop or is it only through the cards? I don't know. I didn't read the whole thing. I wanted to, but uh, haven't had the time yet. So I'm going to make a point of doing that this week. I can't freaking wait. It's so cool. Minion specific, Justin, you're missing out. You got to know. You got to know when enough's enough and just commit to minions. I, I have to listen to you every single week. That's enough enough. I'm sure I overdo it. Anyway, so there are a lot of patches. And I mentioned this at the beginning of the episode. When we do the very first, no, I guess the very second episode, every league. It's the same every league. We do our first one on the day of release. We have a blast. We usually talk about it. And then for some reason that week just takes like four years to go by for us to talk about it again. And everybody else, meanwhile, is like talking and tweeting and doing their thing. And I mean, thanks. I actually like the fact that we don't, we just keep playing and we wait till the next week to talk about it. Cause it makes us look less stupid, at least in my opinion, in my, in my opinion, I guess we, you know, silence is typically more, you know, being slow to speak and quick to listen that's more of the wise approach we don't do that intentionally we could come off it's totally as wise by being silent <laughs> but yeah we're just we're just more busy I, i'm just trying to get to end game to catch up with stupid justin that's why i'm not commenting let me see they've had one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve as of the time of us recording this which is friday evening 12 patches and hot fixes patches and hot fixes 12 well that's 12 individual posts with patches and hot fixes when I say that, even just saying it out loud makes it seem like we're, or you know, that we may be of the opinion of like, wow, that's terrible. They have all these patches and fixes. I am going to make some people upset and I'm totally fine with that, but I loved it. 
I was like, okay, like we have had many conversations about GGG and their path of exile leagues and the whole idea of like beta testing for the first couple of weeks. And I think I've actually fought back against you quite a bit because you've actually yeah. had that opinion. I, I'm feeling it a little bit more, but I don't care. I yeah. like there's a difference to me between whether you're crashing or whether there's an issue within the game. And so there were people I'm, we're going to go, we're going to try and go through a lot of these and the things that affected us and what we thought of it. But actually let's do that first. Let's just talk about the fixes and then we'll talk about our thoughts with regards to some of them. Cause it's easier for us to just be like, here's the fix, here's the stuff. And then we'll talk about our feelings when it comes to it. Cause I got a few. So I, do we want to just start at the ones that we actually cared about? Well, to start off with, there were a ton of fixes for crashes and or skills that weren't behaving properly. Like there weren't nerfs or increases or anything. It was just certain skills are giving too many or too less of one thing that they're described to do. So there were a lot of skill and crash fixes. One thing that I don't think should have, here's, here's kind of like uh, my comment that you already brought up is I don't think companies should be comfortable with the regular aspect of we're going to have our fan base beta test for us. I know that's not literally what they're thinking, but these games come out like they have. And I, I agree with you 100%. The more fixes, the better. And I'm so impressed that there's been 12 fixes instead of just one, you know, on the typical one week after. Awesome. But there's certain things that just should never make launch. So I'm glad this fix happened. I just don't think it should have ever been something that we ever saw. Players no longer block each other in the Rogue Harbor. That's a nice fix. It was a really we bad. It should have never been existed, but 100%. it's a fantastic fix. Yeah, and this uh, and really, they're fir- they're very fir- there were like basically three really large patches out of all of the patches. That very first one where it was like, okay, yeah, we you can now, you know, not bump into each other, and it 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 shouldn't have made release. And I I don't know. I don't really know, though, in the end, what the fix is to all of that. And we can talk about that more later. But what's the solution? Like you either you either change to doing three leagues a year or you hire a piss load more people because to test everything in a game that's as big as Path of Exile. Yeah, it's really hard, especially when this league, they brought in so much new stuff. Yeah. So to properly test everything, I just feel like there's still got to be a bunch of stuff out there that's not yet figured out. Oh, I totally agree. Path of Exile is an impossible game to test. Um, But you also, when you're the company that makes Path of Exile, you know what you have. And there are constant examples from interviews where they're just rushed. They're just rushed. They're just rushed. They're just rushed. And you have to understand at some point when you're the company that that produces a specific type of quality. And there are, like you said, um, we've mentioned, okay, you reduce the amount of league launches each year so that you have more time. But I don't, that's what I think would be helpful, but it takes a mentality to take advantage of that. And I don't know if that's there. You know what I mean? You're just used to the same time frame, the same crunch, the same pressure, uh, increasing your QA or changing the method with which things are tested. Because there's certain things, like if, if this list was loaded with, this skill wasn't working properly with this unique, uh, this specific combination of gem and unique item crashed the game. This was this, like that stuff that makes sense to the community that doesn't work right away. But a lot of these things are simply things that just make no sense compared to what they've done, like collision detection between characters. That doesn't exist in any other place in the game. 
I can go to Lion Eyes Watch. I don't even know how to properly say it, but I can go to the first area in the game. I've never, ever bumped into another character. It does if we're playing co-op, right? Like if we're in a map or in a zone, there is detection. There is collision but never detection. never in like Not the Not in the normal areas, you're right. Never. So why, why would that be? You look at something like how one of the bugs that's coming down here, so we'll skip it later. What is it? Clockwork sentries now have a 20% to explode on death. Instead of 100%. Okay, well, you've changed your porcupines in the past to, what was it, 100% down to 70%? Why would you have another 100% chance? You know what I mean? Like, there's certain things that just because of, now, we're not there, but from what we see, which our opinion as fans has value, right? Because it depends on, like, it's our opinion of how often we might even play or stop playing. Now, obviously, you and I aren't, but there's a lot more casual people out there that think of these things and are like, okay, well, I'm just going to play a different game. and when you don't apply the same mentality that you have to everything else, it sucks. Kind of like how influence types, right, of the new influence types that were released a few leagues ago, they were dramatically reduced and how often they shot at the same time when they first saw you as opposed to staggered, right? Gave you a chance once the visual cue was there. It took them, like that came out on release. Yeah, and that one's weird. We talked about that actually on day one like our first day. And I said that the doors were just terrifying because you were just, it was shotgun damage. As soon as you got past a threshold, like the whole world just exploded at the door and it, it was almost impossible in some cases to just live through it. I didn't like that part. And the on death things we've never liked on death stuff ever. I like, I just don't yeah. like it. And I remember talking about this in, in episode one of this league was that I didn't want them to tone down the difficulty or the damage just wanted it to be a reasonable thing. Like being shotgunned by everything when you enter the door is not cool. How do you open the door? But having to fight through them to be able to get out, I'm totally fine with. And that on death ones were brutal because with them going at 100%, there were times where an entire zone area just started to light up red and you had like half a second to react or you were just, you were just done. So even with all of the stuff we're going to talk about with her, well, and we'll get to it relatively quickly, I think with most of most of the fixes and patches, but I do like that the ver- they did very few toning down of damage. Yes. They did a lot of things to like make the, try to make the doors a little bit more reasonable, try to make the on death stuff less often, but they didn't, besides a few, I think there were maybe two to four where they actually toned down the damage up to this point. And again, we're recording this on Friday. I love the fact that I'm still making the decision like, well, Do I take this item at the end? Cause I still am going to have to fight my way out and it's at least still a bit of a challenge. I'm glad that that hasn't disappeared yet. Yeah. It's, but now it's the only choice you really have to make. Yeah. But we'll get into that. We'll, we'll get into that in a sec. We did touch on your soul mantle already getting changed. That was one of their fixes. I I didn't like this one. I get excited for difficult enemies, right? Like, Meta, not metamorphous. What's it called? Metamorph. Met, met, oh, that's okay. Metamorph was one of my favorite leagues. I just love boss battles. I love super hard enemies. So rare enemies, essence enemies, like all that stuff. I just love a beefed up enemy. I'm fine dying a thousand times to an enemy that's impossible. I just like I don't like dying, but I love that fight. And so. To fix the shotgun aspect that we were complaining about that you just mentioned, they significantly reduced the amount of rare monsters that spawn from a ro- from 
reward rooms during a lockdown, resulting in fewer rare monsters in formation behind the heist doors. I love lots of rare monsters. I just wish that they didn't all immediately know you were there, that they were all waiting for you at the same time, and they were all shooting you at the same time. You know what I mean? Like if they're waiting for you, but they're not, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I I think the choke points are the issue. Like we want doors to stay open that we've already blown up or cut apart or hacked, whatever it is. If you keep the doors open, then the shotgun aspect doesn't exist. The enemies are still stupid hard. There's still six rares in that room, which is a battle that I'm crazy excited for. But to me now, like I'm just phasing through everybody. I'm just going to hit my quartz flask and I'm gone. So the thing is, first off, I 100% agree. And we talked about this before. Doors should not be locking behind you. It, it doesn't even make sense. There's no, it doesn't make sense that my rogue just cut open a door and these guys magically put pipes back together within like 30 seconds. So I, I just think if you break it down, it should stay down. The, the issue that was happening though with rares was in some cases, yeah, like the rooms were full of enemies and they were rare massive rare packs like to the point where you could not see the ground before you were opening a door and you were like jesus i'm not gonna make it there's like how am i supposed to get it through was this that busy packed man like i guess i should remember full. that i actually haven't played it yet my argument to it though is that and this is what i literally right off the bat was what i wish they would do is that okay sure first off don't lock doors doors stay open enemies can be waiting there but not to the degree that they were and then in a lot of rooms, there's side doors. They're not like real doors, but there's doors where enemies pour in from. That's what I would rather see is that these spawn points were like slowly bringing enemies in, but not just like fill a room with death and then say, hey, good luck opening this itty bitty door that yeah. you have to get through. I, and we're all waiting for you. So I think them reducing how many rares are in that initial choke point is good, but I don't like the doors relock and i wish that they slowly filled the area versus just like poof they're right there because you have to remember too you're getting guys coming from areas that you've just come from so they're now coming this way and you're trying to go that way and there's enemies everywhere and now you see this room just packed with rare mobs and you're like ah, oh god i'm not getting no matter how many you killed before there's still some coming yeah so the yeah the there is still some work to be done because there is still a little bit of that shotgun effect, but it's at least Im- improved a bit up until now. But it was really tough in the beginning. And I it was I died a lot to it. Like there is one instance that uh maybe like three or four days ago that I was playing. I'm in my office. Ethan's playing beside me. He had experienced it a lot. And there was a point where I opened a door and I knew it. I knew there was a lot there. Tried to plan for it. Put totems down. It starts killing stuff. The thing, though, is all of the mobs within the room don't activate. And so I'll put totems in there. And those guys that aren't activated, the totems don't hit because it's like they're invisible. And so I, from my screen, can't see them. I think that I'm fine. I, like, walked towards the door and just boom. Without a hesitation, I disappeared. And everything fell on the ground. And I do not, I'm not the type to get mad at games anymore like I did that when I was younger. And I just, I was like, and I stood up and just walked out of my office. And Ethan's like, <laughs> what, what happened? And I'm like, I just need a break. I just need a break. I came back and I was like, well, I mean, in the end it sucks, but it is what it is. You just move on and play the next one. Yeah. But it does suck. Right. They're making fixes for the, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Now, I'm curious what you think about this. You've played the content more than I have. Um, I know there are things that I was excited about for this league, but just at the idea and the concept of it. So they rebalance the amount of alert level that reward rooms and main path chests generate when they're opened. And they've also changed that killing enemies doesn't increase your alert level. Have you noticed a huge change in your strategy with how you go about your heist because of any of these? The first change that happened was them removing the alert from enemies. And that was, that was a really, really change for them to make. And that was also, I'm, I feel a little knee jerk reaction to the babies. And later in this episode, we do want to talk about how this, you know, how different a league start is for different people. And I really did not like a lot of the community in this league launch. It's not uncommon, you know, that I'm, I feel like irritated with people, but this one led to, uh, I think it was a little bit of a knee jerk reaction because what happened was you, you go through, you kill guys, your alert level slowly raising, you're trying to get chests, but sometimes your minions are killing enemies or your rogues are killing enemies and pulling more enemies in. And so your alert level is just naturally going up, which is reducing how many chests you can get. And it, it didn't seem as low as the way they said it was going to be with regards to killing enemies. Like they, they kind of played it off as if it would not impact it. Like, yes, it's going to go up a little bit, but it's going to be at such a small amount that it's not going to affect you getting chests. People in their, you know, just normal league launch whininess complained about it. And GGG decides we're just cutting it out. And I think that that was just the easiest thing for them to do at the time was to just go, okay, we're going to cut it out. The problem is I don't feel like, I don't remember. I don't think we talked about this in our first episode with this league, but heist is not a abyss it's not a breach league it's not a trying to think of like literally all of the the quick benefits you're seeing the rewards of them quickly heist is definitely a long-term league and sometimes i don't even like those leagues like the synthesis size this is a syndicate league where you've maximized your board and you're getting this 30 hours later yeah and i was guilty in the beginning of feeling irritated with the fact that my alert level was going up so high But then you start to get into like how you can level up your rogues and how you can provide them. There's four slots that they can wear. And in those slots, you can be reducing the effective threat level increase on killing mobs, on opening chests. So there were things you could do to actually decrease that, that alert level. And I, when they cut out the ability for them to raise alert level at all, now you had a whole set of stats on items that did nothing anymore because a reduced effect of killing mobs now wasn't necessary. There was no alert level increase. And the other one that you brought up, which was the change in chests, I I think it was a pretty necessary change because what happened was after they decreased the alert level, you would just go into a heist and loot all the little chests because the big chests often were not worth the increase in alert level versus being able to fully open all of the little ones and then just leave. Like if if you're rogues all maxed out, why... You're not getting enough markers at the end to make it worthwhile. Just leave and not have to fight. And there was a lot of, there's still a lot of weird things. Like you could, you could actually walk out. So when you pick up an item, it's contraband, right? But you have to escape the heist for it to become yours. You could actually just pick the item up, go back to the exit. And as soon as you pop out, before you've gone back to the Rogue Harbor, the contraband is removed. And then you could walk right back in. So you could do it from that in between. That's right. 
area. Which okay. you shouldn't be able to. You should have to be back at the harbor before that contraband comes off. I don't know if that's changed or not, but I think a lot of the changes were knee-jerk reaction. And what happened was that you had, you can't keep people who are going to be whiny happy. They're never going to be satisfied with the changes that get made. And sure enough, it went from, we're going to bitch and moan about this. Oh, you're, you're going to change that a little bit. Okay, but now we don't like this. And then they try and change it a little bit. And then like, well, what? Now this isn't the same game. I don't like this anymore. This isn't heist anymore. And it's like, what? Like, what, what do you want them to do? I cannot imagine being a company that has to deal with a very active player base, a very opinionated player base, and you're trying to do what it works best for them. And I think that it was a bit of a knee jerk. I think they should have, the alert level for killing enemies should still be a thing, but it should have been drastically cut because it was, it was too high. But then I think they should have also reminded people like, cause they did fix how often one of the fixes that came up as well was how often you were going to get the equipment drops for your rogues, which was good. Cause you were getting stuff that was way too high. Yeah. And apparently it wasn't often enough either. Right. And they, I think it's 300% increase the drop, which was crazy. And they, and now you're getting stuff that's actually like legit to where your rogues are at their level. But had they just decreased the amount of alert that enemies were raising it by, uh, by quite a bit and then reminded people like, Hey, you can craft items that will help you to decrease that alert. Because what's happened now is you're, you're, you're able to kill everything without any concern, which as much as I'm kind of making a point against that right now, I actually love it because it's making getting the gear way easier. Because like I said, I don't have to be worried about mobs dying. I'm just worried exactly about opening chests. So I can get the alert level to like just the smallest fraction before it goes off and know that I don't have to worry. And then, you know, there was, a, there was also talk about like whether you could make it so that when you activate a guard or, or an enemy, the alert level starts to rise. And when you kill them, it starts to slowly decrease, which I really like. And there were a lot of other, uh, you know, suggestions that I really liked that I read. But what I don't like is when people are like, just, it's just code, just change it. It's like, I... I don't know anything about coding, but I'm pretty confident that it's not like, well, we'll just change this to this and done. Like it's a pretty major overhaul. So I think that removing the alert level for enemies was a bit of a knee jerk reaction. And now you're seeing the slow changes that allow them to sort of get it to where they want it. But you still have stats in the game right now that are completely useless. And it's really hard to now put that back in. Yeah, they're, they're at least they're good at if they've made a knee-jerk reaction, they don't make it twice. You know what I mean? I, I see. Now, I've, I've mentioned that I've been ignoring the content for the most part, right? I haven't been, I've just been trying to get to end game. And I'm, I'm a stealth fan. I've referenced Splinter Cell quite a lot in our episodes. And so I was quite excited for this heist, just from like the prospect of adding some version of stealth and choice into poe right now i understand that it's not like that and i didn't like it when they added tower defense or anything else like that so you know it's a little odd of my opinion to do that because it's kind of outside the realm but heist isn't heist from an outside perspective anymore i don't feel and maybe as someone who's played a lot more than me you could disagree with me and correct me i don't feel like there's a lot of choices to make anymore before it seemed like there was going to be some interesting stress with how many rooms did you risk because you didn't know how many enemies in, were in there? How many? And we didn't know if even chests would be displayed on the mini map at the point of league release. So to me, the prospect of going into a room that could be empty or could be full of chests 
even though they were small chests, was 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 neat, right? Because opening the chest was one thing and killing enemies was another. And now it's almost like it's not even a puzzle. It's not even a risk. You go through, okay, there's my bar. Okay, at the end. Like, it just seems like a map. They have done a decent job with the most recent, uh, with regards to changing alert level on the small chests versus big ones. What they've done is they've made the small ones now quite a bit higher in how much risk they're going to, or alert level they're going to go up. And the big ones smaller, which is actually good because there are a lot of small ones. And if you get your rogue set up in just a tiny bit, not a big investment, you could open every single one of them and you would not max out the alert level. And it is a lot of stuff. Like you're getting a large amount of rewards from just clicking those little ones. Your rogues improve all those elements of the heist. Right. So the rogues have their own first off each of them has their own benefit that they just innately always have. And some of those can be decreased alert when you open a chest or overall decreased oh, alert or that's cool. one of them actually has an increased alert that it increases. Okay. I like that. I thought originally they were just going to be like, oh, here's your lock picker. Oh, here's your door basher. So that's awesome. And each okay, one of them cool. has between two and four of their own things that they can be involved in. Like their own, oh. you know, whether they're lock picking or d- demology or whatever. Demology? De- demolition. <laughs> no, we're staying with was, it. We're, this episode's going to be called. It's a new one. <laughs> Demol- have you found the rogue demology, demology yet? Uh, yeah. But they have like between two and four different uh, stats that they can be involved in. Now, then you add in the fact that you can add four different items to that person. And those items can now also include a decrease to alert level when you open chests or whatever. Like there's a lot of different things that you can add to them. So it was really easy to just go through and just loot all the chests and get out. And now I did notice because I wanted to play a little bit before we did today. And this patch is, has already been out for since yesterday. It, I cannot do that anymore. Now, maybe if I tried some of the other guys and set them up perfectly, I could. But it's actually nice now because I used to be able to go through and get literally everything out of a heist. Big chests, little chests. If I set the rogues up now, I actually have to consider like, well, maybe I don't need to open that unique chest. Okay. And try and plan like which ones I want to get. Yeah. And that is fine. Like I, Good. I'm, I'm all right with that. At least I have some choice now. Yeah. I don't know where to bring in certain points because <laughs> this, this was a really good change. Uh, I think. And it came on the back of a change that I don't think was great, which was just flat out saying, there's no alert level. And I made the comment before that you can't make everyone happy. And yeah. now I'm seeing after all this people complaining that, well, I don't get enough XP in a heist. And I was like, I don't think heists are meant to replace maps. No heists are there. The Atlas and the map system aren't going anywhere. And it wasn't to be like, Hey, if you don't want a map, you can go and heist. Yeah. It's not Delph. It's not Delph. No, like you, I just, I want to strangle people. You can't say, don't let alert level go up and force me to just, cause what was happening was you were just kiting enemies and I did it too. You'd go into a heist and just like sprint so that you didn't kill anybody and you could click all the chests. And that was not fun. Yeah. Now that people can kill all the enemies without concern, they're going, well, I'm not getting enough XP. Then piss off and go play a map, go run a map. Like I, I swear to God, if there's any change to XP, I will actually lose my mind. Cause I think it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine where it is right now but anyway that would that's basically the alert level and where it's at at the current point 
I think there, it's a, it's found a relatively good balance with regards to the small and the large chests. I wish that they were going to be able to figure out something with the enemies, but I kind of wish they had done all of this in one match and said, okay, we do know we need to tone down how much alert level there is from enemies, but we also are aware that there's items out there that can decrease it even further. So we're going to slash it, but it is still going to be there. We're going to adjust the balancing of the the chest. I just think by taking something right out, they've just made it really hard to ever bring it back in. Yep. But you think it after that fact, whether it was knee jerk or not, you think that like there's a chance that maybe they had a big debate. It was like, well, should enemies do this or should enemies do that? And maybe they, you know, it was like a 51 to 49% vote. So they went with, okay, yes, enemies do do this. They do raise alert level. And then when it ended up being community feedback, they're like, okay, well, we already have a plan in place for 49%. So let's, let's add that enemies don't. What, whatever the case, do you think that now it's nicely balanced? Do you feel like, because to me, heist, when it was announced and my excitement towards it was about the risk of choice. Do you feel like there's a risk of choice now with how it's set up now? I guess the difference, and I've struggled with this even myself with the thought is, should you be able to get all of the chests in a heist? Let's say you have fully upgrade rogues and you're all set up. Is it reasonable to say that you should be able to get into a heist and loot every single small chest and every single big chest? I don't think that it is. And I know a lot of people will probably disagree with me on that, that, that you, but the thing is, there are so many contracts, like they drop more than, I would say they're probably on par with how many maps I get. You get a lot of these contracts and they're not hard to get in and get the items. They can be a struggle to get out if you get the item at the end. And the idea that if I went into a heist, I'm not talking grand heist, let's just talk normal heist for a minute. In the end, at the end of the league, do you want your player base to be able to go through and get every single chest? small and big. If that's the point, then fine. The way they've got it will work. Because if you get your rogues upgraded right now, you would be able to do it. But I feel like just the idea of cutting out, like the thing that's weird to me about him just going, no, no more. You you can kill anyone you want and there's not going to be any concern anymore about uh, the alert level going up. They were asked about this multiple times leading up to 312. They answered this question multiple times in person and in facts. How will killing enemies affect my alert level? And every time they said it, it will be so small, it won't, it's not going to be a concern. It's not a big deal. How many heists did they run to determine that this isn't going to be a big deal? Like, again, unless the whole goal was, look, guy, make a choice. You're not going to get everything. And if that was the decision, then just stick to your balls and say, like, you got to plan a little bit better. Thus our cyberpunk subject. Yeah. I I don't know if it's at a good, I like it where it is. And I'll be honest. And this is actually coming off of a lot of people on our discord. A lot of people who listen to us, even my son who is in the same sort of boat as the way that we play, this kept a lot of people more interested in the league mechanic and doing the heist because they felt they were getting a reward out of it because they were able to see more chests, see more drops, get more items. So maybe that is a good thing because it's hard to figure out a balance. I think I told you earlier this week that I, from now on, I'm going to stop reading Reddit and Twitter at the, at a league launch. And I mentioned to my son today, I think what I'm going to do is just read really quickly before we do an episode so I can at least be somewhat caught up, but you'll never find a balance between the type of player base that plays this right from, from the person who gets to play it maybe one or two hours a week to the person who's playing it six to eight hours a day. 
there's no way to balance between those two. And so at some point you just have to take a hard stand and say, this is what we're yeah. going to do versus Stick going, well, let's just keep moving our line and we'll adjust it because none of those people who are loud and whiny are satisfied anyway. Yeah. And, and we'll get into that later, but I think it's a really, really difficult thing to, to, uh, balance. I would say personally, I'm fine with it where it is right now. I don't like that. They took away the enemies bringing, uh, doing no alert level, but the fact that they've changed the chase a little bit now, it, it doesn't make it so it's possible, at least from what I've found so far, especially in grand heists, not a chance that I could go through, especially like, I guess you'll see this more as you're playing, but like Vindari, he's one of the, he is one of the most hilarious rogues that you can hire. Just his voice acting okay. and the stuff he says is super funny, but he has a 14% chance to increase or to double what you loot in a chest. And in a grand heist, you can actually triple him up if he happens to line up perfectly, which would give you like a 40, 42% chance to double the drops in a chest. But he comes at the side of a 20 I don't remember what it is, 22 or 27% increased alert. So he actually increases how fast your alert level goes up. Um, I like them balancing around stuff like that for me to have to go, okay, I'm going to take this Vendiri guy and I'm going to double him up and I'm going to just pick the chests that I hope are good. I'll be honest so far, the map chests suck balls. They were terrible. <laughs> I was so like into it. I got like three or four maps. They were not great drops. So it sucks. You know, that's not the best, but uh, I think it's at a reasonable spot right now. I don't know how they balance it or if they just fu fully give up on the idea of enemies raising alert level. But then are they going to replace those crafts? Like you can get them on items. What's the point now? To me as a company, you got to decide if your league mechanic is long-term or short-term, right? And then all your decisions, whether you're bending the knee or not, you have to make your decisions around that. And you can't really, yeah, have to stick to your guns on that one. And so like they have good leagues, they have bad leagues and it's okay to have sometimes group A likes a league and then dislikes a league. And it's okay to have group B, a different group, like the league that group A hated. You know what I mean? Like it's okay to have different people liking and disliking whichever league it is. So hopefully, hopefully they're happy with how this went with their long-term plans for it. Uh, it seems like an insane league to like having trinkets and having these experimental base types and having now they did completely rebalance across the entire league how rewards are dropped how often they drop what they're dropped like like they made the experimental base types drop on better base types now um, ally equipment drops more frequently they changed when and how often things drop so like that, that's really cool. Um, I'm sure it's like a testing mechanic to see how they're going to involve it. But when you have this much value in a league, whether it's through the rogues or through different means, uh, you know, some of the stuff's got to go core. I mean, with regards to the changes they're making and like you were talking about all the new experimental bases and you're talking about replica uniques and the bajillion amounts of skill gems. I, I think if I think if those were just the issues and just this heist mechanic and how it was going to work and they're going to have to fiddle with it, maybe it wouldn't be so bad if that was it. But the one thing that really sucks, and I, I don't know how you ever get better at this or how, especially given the size of this league, is you, you cannot have crashes like this. Like it's oh, one thing for a lot. It's one thing for mechanics within the game to be messed up and, you know, like whatever, whatever we've just been talking about, the whole mechanic of heist, you know, how they have to rebalance that. That's one thing. But when you have now, thankfully 
We haven't been overly affected by it, but I have crashed a couple of times and I've lost out to items in a heist because of. Right. I guess you lose the items. Yeah. Yep. And grand heists are really bad right now for, and it's still a thing. They've said, we're leaving this in. We're going to fix it in a future patch where the you grand leave a grand heist. heist. Right. So what happens is a grand heist you have, if you've unlocked it, you have a minimum. I've never seen less than two if you unlock it, but I've had up to three rooms, big, huge zones that you can do. But when you finish one, it takes you back to the hub of the grand heist, right? So you're still in that instance. When you take the portal, it takes you back to the rogue harbor so that you can stash your stuff. I don't know why they don't just put a damn stash tab in that in-between zone. pseudo area, yeah. But if you leave the grand heist, quite often you're going into a version of the rogue, an instance of the rogue harbor that does not have your portal to get back to your grand heist. And so the only way that we found to get it to work sometimes now is go back to your hideout, use a marker, load back into the rogue harbor and just keep doing that until you get into the instance that has your portal still waiting there. So that's first off a really bad way to do it. This is your grand heist. Yeah, this is a big deal. This you spent a ton of currency to make this work. But if you are having this issue, what you do is go into the grand heist, finish your one room or you know, zone that you're doing, come back, don't leave the portal, invite somebody into your group, like a friend, have them take a marker to the uh, grand heist there, or to, sorry, to the rogue Harbor. When they're in the rogue Harbor, they probably won't see your portal, but they can click your little blue button to teleport to you, which will now move them into the instance of the rogue Harbor that has your portal. Oh yeah. Then you leave stash your stuff. And what happens quite often is when you leave, you're not anymore in your instance with the thing. So you stash your stuff, then you click their blue button to teleport you back into the instance of your thing and you go through it. But stuff like that, and then just the straight up people that can't play, like what you had in Legion. Yeah. Oh, that's my a good, really yeah, big Legion. deal. And all of the other stuff, all of the, whether people like or don't like enemies giving alert level or, or boxes needing to give more or give less, uh, the, if the game is not stable, that's a really problem. The baffling thing to me, like, so here's where I throw out my, well, just play standard because league is beta common, right? But, and play it on console because PC is dead. But here's where the conflict happens. League is where their money comes from. And this isn't a a one-off league. Like we've praised GGG for stability for their past few leagues, especially Metamorph. But they also have a reputation for having rough league launches in terms of this type of regard. And sure, some of these crashes aren't 100% reproduced, but they're common enough. And when you have this type of instability around the entire mechanic, the entire prospect of how you make your money, like there's a reason that they do four league launches a year, not three. It's because of the amount of money they make. Like it just doesn't make sense that this quality is fine, 50, even 50% of the time. Like this isn't a one-off situation. And it's we remember that they said that this was huge and it was so big that they pushed it back, right? I think, I forget who said it, but what I took from whatever conversation that was, I forget which interview it was, whether it was Ziggy or Baycast, but they basically said like 312 was so big, we put Harvest in 311 and we pushed this rogue thing to 312. Like it just doesn't, when this is what your money revolves around, you want it to be a lot better. You do want it to be better. Even if it's only impacting a percentage of your community, you don't want the reputation that this league has. Like 
a lot of people are complaining, but are people surprised? Not really. Not from the people that we hear, anyway. This isn't like a, oh man, this never happens. I haven't had any issues with the crashing consistently. Like it's the games actually run great for me. I've had, I think maybe three crashes to desktop while I played and they, that sucks, but I also, it doesn't get me upset enough to like really bother me. I'm like, oh damn it. You know, like that, that I don't know, maybe I'm just old and so it doesn't bother me, but I, I think that, that they, they need to be more consistent on that end. The whole aspect of the league itself, if you took that right out of it, I think they could do whatever they want, change it, adjust it as they go, make things work or not work on the fly. But when you have players who can't play the game, that's a bit of an issue. I, when it comes to PC though, that it may, it be, the job becomes infinitely harder because you're dealing with all these different combinations of hardware and software and all these things that could be causing the issue. And in the end, people don't care. It's just your game that's causing the issue. My computer's fine. It's your game. Your game doesn't work. There have been a ton of fixes with regards to crashes, a, a bunch of things that they're trying to, to get on top of. And just as a precursor to a little conversation we'll have in a minute is if you are one of those people, then write a bug report. Don't make a Reddit All post. Right. All right. A bug report versus a Reddit post is going to be so much more useful. It will be. I feel really bad for the console folk. PlayStation always gets a harder road, a harder version of the game than Xbox. Like they get the same version, but it's, I guess, PlayStation's harder to make games for. Like Xbox is basically a computer, whereas PlayStation's, it's a unique set of hardware. And so it's a little bit more tricky to make things as exact and coded, coded that well. But um, like the PlayStation bug forms just exploded with crash bugs and they came out with I, whatever up-to-date version that existed on Wednesday was, right? Like they don't release 3.12 as 3.12 without the bug fixes. Console, when it comes out five days later, gets all those fixes. So it's, it's a nice perk when you're starting that those five days late and typically it's stable. Poor PlayStation. Like Xbox has had some of its issues too. The bug report form when I was going through to submit my bug, it was full. And I'm like, oh man, I got a lot to scroll through to see if other people are having my issue or if my bug's already been reported. But man, you click on the PlayStation side. Lots. They're not happy. Yeah. And I don't have a PlayStation. I don't know what it's like. There's, you know, just as many whiners as there is on console as there is everywhere else. But it doesn't seem like it's doing well. And it kind of sucks because uh, console land, it's nice for the numbers to go up too. You know what I mean? If your rep can go up in multiple platforms, no matter your opinion of it, you PC snob. But uh, no, I hear you. And here's the thing, though, like we're, we're really dissing the, the quality of the launch, even though in our previous one, even though we'd only played two hours, we thought it was a really solid release. Uh, they have one thing that Justin said right at the beginning, and I do want to emphasize it just from our opinions. It sucks that these things are happening. It sucks that the mentality of heist might change. But at the same time, they've come out with 12 fixes in one week. It's not even like they're fixing weekly, which would be amazing for any company. They've come out with 12 different fixes this week, and that's awesome. Like, despite the fact that we might not be pleased with the quality of the original launch, they still give a crap, and they're doing their best to make it better. So they're listening, they hear it, and they're doing their best. So, I mean, I'm still going to play. I couldn't play Legion. I literally couldn't play Legion. But that was, what's that, 3.8? 373331, 1.0? I don't know. I literally couldn't play Legion. But I can play this and I'm having a good time and I'm excited to show you how rad my zombies are over your glacial cascade.
Yeah, and I'm I'm actually gonna bring up your Legion thing in a second. But overall, with regards to it, there there have been a ton of fixes, a ton of patches. Uh, there's some weird things that I don't get. Like, how did abyss chest all of a sudden stop spawning at the end of an abyss? Like, I, I just don't. <laughs> I assume something had to have happened in the background with code. But I was like, they've worked forever. What happened to all of a sudden stop abyss chest from That's coming? Crazy. Up? So did nothing stop? Like, did people just think they failed? Yeah, I was like, what? I did this fast enough. Like, I'm here. Where's my chest? And it huh. happened twice, and then I just started skipping Abyss until I think Ethan told me that it had been patched. But oh, interesting! One that I'm one one that's irked me. It's a good fix, but it still pisses me off. Is they improved the telegraphing effects for on death explosions for a certain enemy clockwork sentries. So they improved the they improved the visual effects of the on death explosions for these enemies in heist. That's awesome. Uh, can you do that? Everywhere, please. <laughs> There's so many like corpses that explode in just normal maps that I die to because I can't see it. I would. I don't think you could see these. You don't think so? No. The, it, with the new one? Nope. Especially once you count zombies everywhere and stuff on the ground. Like they're not like the big circles like the guys. It's like a little, it's like a little fissure of red. That's like just <laughs> spitting up a little bit and you got about half a oh. second to get out of it. Thankfully, they toned down the damage, though, because it was insane. Yeah, well, that's good. I intentionally got rid of summon phantasms and skeletons from my zombie build just so that I could see stuff. Like I made up for the damage and I found a way to make it all appropriate, but I'm literally just going zombies just so I can see stuff. Anyway, there's a lot of fixes, a lot of patches. It was good in this week with regards to that kind of stuff. And hopefully... You know, we'll be more stable in this upcoming week. Did you hear? Yeah, you did. But just so everyone knows, one of our Discord folk and one of our followers of the podcast, Average J. James, had a mirror drop, a legit mirror drop. How exciting is that? Good for you, Average J. Average J. Games. Mr. and Mrs. Games. Yep. And it was a mirror on PC, so it actually counts. (laughs) It's a real mirror. Oh man, but how cool is that to like be able to share it with people that you've already been communicating with on our Discord? So you know we have a awesome. community. Like when I, oh man, I just I'm really happy for you. Those mirrors, like you could play for ten years, eight hours a day, and never see one. So good for you. Hang on to it, keep it in standard, and join me in standard. Just look at it, like frame it. It'll it'll look awesome. Uh, one thing that I noticed this league, and I'm hoping I just didn't not notice it before because I don't want to sound like an idiot, but the influence on map in the Atlas now. So when, uh, uh, what are they called? They're, they're not guardians anymore. They're, uh, what are they called? Oh, conquerors. Conquerors. When they're influence an area of the map now, it looks so cool. It's like this like fiery wavy. It's like a little bit opaque that you can see through. Like on the Atlas yeah. itself, like when you're yep. loading up the Atlas and looking at. It looks, instead of it just being like a flat color or a flat, whatever it was before, now it's actually an animated look. It looks cool. Oh, I mean, that, that fixed pretty cool. much, that, that makes up for everything. It does. Yeah. Just it open does. your Atlas. If you're crashing, just open your Atlas. You'll be happy. That's awesome. And if you don't have it, buy the Atlas table MTX for your hideout. Do it because you can. This is the whole reason I bought it. I think when I, I don't know what its price is, maybe it still is, it's 15 bucks for me. But still, it's this table. It has cool, it actually has the Atlas. It actually has the old Atlas on it. Don't tell anybody. 
but it has a picture of the atlas on this nice desk with a whole bunch of candles, but you can click on the desk and it opens your atlas. What? Uh, best purchase I've made in the entire game. So freaking awesome. Oh, I did forget. I made a timestamp just in case people don't believe about this whole mirror drop. If you're in part of our Discord in the general chat, September 19th at 2.49 p.m., you'll see Mir's picture. Now, is that 2.49 though based on your time? I think you just have to go to September 19th. Ah, dang it. Yeah. It, September 19th. Well, our time. September 19th to September 20th. I'm trying to be helpful. <laughs> trying to be helpful. shove it. Anyway. Okay. So I, well, let's try and make this section rel- relatively quick because we're actually pushing a little bit long now in time. Uh, you mentioned this and this was one of the biggest areas where I started, you know, fervently typing out during the week when I was getting pissed off, but it was the idea of how different league launches are for everybody, how, how the league start affects everybody differently and how people yeah. like or dislike different things. I'm, I'm curious to hear your part first and then, I'll, cause I feel like I've already been a little ranty and I know I'm going to get a little ranty here in a second, but I'm curious of your thought on that. Like just it's not the same for the majority, you know, like everybody has their own experience with how the league launches. And this was a very big example of that. Yeah. Well, you meant you brought up quite a few points, right? It depends how you test the game. A PC obviously has a hundred more variables you have to consider with hardware. So there's the normal glitches. They know they're shipping, right? Okay. Are these skills going to be popular? Do we have a crash bug with this MTX? Do we have a crash bug with this thing? Does this skill accidentally shooting too many projectiles, this unique, you know, like there's so many different things and you don't really know besides maybe your archetypes that you're pushing at the beginning of a league. You don't really know where people are going. And so me and my experience so far, I've had a very stable release with the exception of the global changes they've made to heist. My experience has been fantastic. Zombies have been fine. There's been no crashes with anything. I got rid of Val skeletons in my build this time. And so apparently there was a crash bug with Val skeletons. I didn't experience it. So I've had a very smooth league launch. But it's so crazy how because the game is so impossible to test 100% and it's so in-depth. There's, As far as I know, there's nothing even close to this game in terms of complexity. And there's just like, I look online and there's just like so many crashes and i'm like man this is awesome i'm having a good time so like i don't know if i have an opinion on it it's just it baffles me and i guess it kind of reminds me of the enormity is that a word you had a really ridiculous i made my own up too you can say whatever you want this is our podcast (laughs) (laughs) the enormity uh there's a there's a madden song at the beginning the very first song they're they're like being all like sweet and gangster and stuff and it's a song like they're saying big numbers, but it sounds, it's so like said so gangster that it sounds like be enormous. It's like be enormous, be enormous. So my kids and I, we always say be, be enormous on the way to school. And um, anyway, I have no idea what I was saying, but uh, I'm always impressed. Oh yeah. I'm so impressed with the enormous, the enormous size of the enormity. And we'll pretend it's, real. it's a re- the enormous size of the game. The, like league launch. Whether it impacts me or not, like when I tried to play Legion, I was doing a max block character and there was a crash bug that happened 75% of the time when you blocked the game crashed and I was doing a max block character and I I literally couldn't play. You do any other build that league, you're doing fine. And it's just like, it just, it kind of puts into perspective for me, even if it is or isn't impacting me, just how crazy huge this game is. But what what do you think about that whole prospect of how 
it can be so different for different people. So with regards to your legion, this, it really, I brought it up to you when we were talking earlier this week was uh, cause I was trying to remember which league it was. And the fact that Legion constantly crashed for you made Legion a really bad launch. It was, it was one of the, you know, one of the worst league starts or launches that you had experienced. I, on the other hand, had a great Legion launch. Legion worked flawlessly for me. It was one of my favorite leagues. Probably because you didn't have to wait for me. (laughs) (laughs) But I think, I think that one stuck out to me this week because I mentioned to you like that a league launch quite often is quite subjective. If I had a good league launch, that is personal to me. And if you had a good or bad league launch, that's subjective to you. And I don't think anybody gets to make an objective decision as to whether a league launch is good or bad besides grinding your games. Cause nobody knows the numbers besides them. How much money did they make? What was the retention? How many people are playing? Uh, nobody has an objective opinion in my opinion. Again, this is just my opinion. You can't have an objective opinion on whether a league launch is good or bad. You can certainly have a subjective one. And I, I'm not going to go ranty because the more I thought about this, I was like, whatever, just let it go. I am really happy that we get a week to see things before we go and talk about them because we can see the changes and whether we like something or didn't like something, we can see what they're doing with it. We're also both not like super big social media people. So we're not going to go out there and spout on Twitter, you know, you on your Twitch or whatever. We're not going to get like really, I don't know what you want to call it. It's political within the game. Like that's just not us. Did you notice you didn't say me and my mixer? No, you're on Twitch. Me and my Twitch. Me and my Twitch. I got really, really, really irritated at the beginning of this week with people that were on Twitter going, worst league launch ever. This is the worst league ever. I've never seen a league launch like this ever. And I'm like, okay, either you have not played this game for very long or you're just being a turd because there have been far worse league launches than Heist. Far worse. And I just... I think the thing that really bothered me is as I watched it over this week leading up to us talking, the idea of people bitching about something and saying, this is the worst ever. This needs to be fixed. I don't like this. And then GGG goes, okay, we're going to try and fix this. And here's our adjustment. Well, now I don't like it anymore. This isn't, there's nothing constructive. Like, you know, if people are complaining about, they're not saying, well, like, I don't like this. Here's why. Here's what you could do. And there were some, there were some, uh, like, I'm not going to call anybody out by name, but there were some streamers and some YouTubers who did some really good videos about like, I don't like this. And here's why I don't like this. And here's what I hope they do. I can support that hundred percent. Cause that's just your feeling about it. But to be just straight up like a dick and like, well, this is the worst. I hate this league. You know, they need to fix it. And then when they fix something, you just go to the next thing. You're like, well, now I don't like it anymore. You've ruined it. And then they go, okay, well, we'll try and fix it. Well, now it's unplayable. I just don't like it. I just, I can't, I can't get my head around the people like that because I was laughing to myself this morning when I was trying to figure out why it bothers me so much. And I think this is what I came up with. This is my shower talk. Okay. <laughs> when we grew up, like, I feel like growing up, we were taught that our opinion might matter to the people in the house, but it didn't mean a damn to anybody else. And even sometimes in my own house, my opinion didn't matter, you know, like growing up, yep. like my parents that, and so I, even with, with my kids, I want my kids to understand that I am concerned about their opinion and I would like to hear their opinion, whether they're right or wrong, I'll tell them, but I would still like to hear their opinion. But I do not want any of my kids walking out of the front door thinking that their opinion now matters to everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so when I read Twitter and I watch these videos, I'm like, are you looking at it from anyone else's opinion or point of view? Or are you just, 
being angry yeah. for being angry. And this happens every freaking league. I'll bet you, you could go back to every single league and find a tweet, a Reddit post or something that says worst league launch ever. I'm convinced there's one for every single league. Totally. It's if, um, if you, if you disagree with what Justin's saying, I agree with what Justin's saying, practice, practice saying something like this, instead of saying, this is the worst league, say, I don't like this league. Huge difference in what that means. It's but a also huge say why. difference in feedback. 100%. Because when GGG says, here's, this is the worst league ever, as opposed to, I don't like this league because it changes everything. It means that it's a safe place for them to come. And they read that and they're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I can see where they're coming from. We will or won't change it, blah, blah, blah. But there is a huge difference in your attitude as well when you get used to saying your objective statements, like Justin was saying, as opposed to subjective, right? There's pride in one and there's humility in another. It doesn't mean that you're wrong. It doesn't mean that you're right. It doesn't mean you're not allowed to be opinionated, but it means you understand where you're coming from. In the end, you, I hope even the people who are making these loud ranty noises and, and maybe even I'm doing that same thing, but I will tell you that I don't care if somebody agrees with me and I don't feel like anyone listening to this needs to agree with me. You can certainly have a different opinion. I'm just saying, don't be purposefully a dick just to be a dick do something that's at least helpful and if you uh, like there are things about this league launch that are not great and we've talked about them and it looks like they're trying to to adjust them uh, i haven't been in a league launch in a long time where it was you know crashing consistently if i was i would be doing something to figure out is this on my end and we did that with legion for you and uh, i mean in the end it wasn't something that we could you know that you could have fixed on your end it had nothing to do with your system Total side, total side note. It took them a month, a month for blocking to stop crashing the game. Yeah. And what a hard thing to try and figure out that that's what it was. But anyway, yeah, I, with regards to heist, I, we talked about it day one. I thought it was, it was actually really funny because I'm editing our episode one for heist as people are like, this is the worst league and this is crashing <laughs> as I'm editing and going. Oh shit, we didn't say that. We, we were like, we're like oh, this, this, is, this has been great. This is stable. <laughs> this has been fantastic. One of the best league launches ever. Yep. And so I think that, again, it's one of the benefits of having a good seven days in between when we talk and we get a chance to see all the changes. And it, at this current point, there might be things I disagree with, but I think they've handled it relatively well. It looks like they're moving in the right direction to get stuff fixed. And yep. uh, I, I'm sure there will be a lot to talk about next week as well, because there's going to be more stuff that gets fixed that comes up. As much as we had our opinions previous to how timeframes are done and, and how things seem to be rushed or knee-jerk reactions, whatever our opinions are, we, 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 of course, have to remind ourselves that we're not there. But I still trust the company. You know what I mean? Whether they're decisions that we agree with or not, whether they're things that you know fall in line with what we were hoping for or not, they know what they're doing. And it's never just about the league, right? There's always next league that they have to think about with the decisions that they're making today. And there's always the league after that, right? There's always the long-term repercussions. So we got to trust them. Even if you're on the whining side and you disagree with everything we've said, you got to trust them. Yeah, and if not, just put your post out that says you're never going to play again and we'll see you at 313. Yeah, you'll, you'll right be, on. You'll be back. Now, they've had a few, like the replica uniques are really cool. Interesting. And, but there's some, but they share the same base type bottom. You know what I mean? Like the same image. And wouldn't it be awesome? 
So like, wouldn't it be awesome if you've never had like we have average Jay's mirror that showed up, right? Wouldn't it be awesome if there was like a base type that everybody always longed for, even if you couldn't use it? Like, I don't know, like if a headhunter dropped for me, even though I'm a minion guy, I don't think that works with minion builds. I don't really remember, but let's say I'm a minion guy. I, I, if a headhunter dropped for me, even if I'm doing a zombie build, I'm ecstatic. I'm ha- I'm super happy. Wouldn't that be awesome if there was a replica of the headhunter and it sucked? Did I hear that there was one? I don't know. I don't know. And like some of the replica uniques aren't better than the original version. Mm-mm, some of them are garbage. So wouldn't it be awesome? Now, I haven't looked at any of these, so I'm just saying this hypothetically. Wouldn't it be awesome if there was like a headhunter hyped wet, uh, unique that dropped? You recognize it. You're like, ah, and then you open it up. You identify it. And it's just crap compared to the other version. Like you finally get it. You finally got it. And it's just garbage. It was, it was a possibility until you see how grand heists work, which it just isn't because it's fully ID'd when you go into the grand heist. Yeah. You see it, you would know exactly what it is because it would be funny if it was a drop, like a headhunter crap. It was, it was (laughs) funny in my head. I quite enjoyed it. Now I do want to point one thing out. This is, this is epic. This is awesome. And since PC is dead, this is huge news. Guilds are finally coming out on console. Isn't that exciting? Like, think about think about this. Think about this. Console was released in 2017. It has been three years. And guilds are finally coming out. Are you excited? On console, are you excited? I, I think this is a great spot to wrap up uh, episode 48 of Forever Exiled, a Path of Exile podcast. Thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, this is Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Deeds. You can, uh, I guess we'll catch all of our Patreons in After Dark. Everybody else will catch in episode 49. You can find information down below for our website, foreverexile.com. We're on Twitter, foreverexiled82. Our Patreon link is down below. Our Discord link is down below as well. And uh, a link to Wrecker's Builds. You can find that down there too. Aw, thanks bud. Thanks, thanks a lot for joining us. We'll catch uh, everybody in After Dark, uh, otherwise 49. Peace. I couldn't think of anything. <laughs>